Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Hey, buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you had me ready. He picked up the football and threw it to me, but then he didn't release it. We'll do the football at 9 o'clock hour. Oh, that'll let's be get, Let's get into it now and uh, solve some problems of the world. I'm telling you, I hate the football. Yeah. Can't we do Frisbee? Strongly, yes. strongly dislike. I don't hate. Not competitive Frisbee, but where you play <laughs> games with Frisbees, you know, uh, like Frisbee oh, football. I figured you'd be more of a cornhole toss guy, oh, you know, no, jarts I'm or the that. stuff in the backyard. That requires depth perception. I cannot okay. do that. Yep, no good there. So, hey, uh, speaking of football, tonight on WKOK, we do have at mm-hmm. 6.30 p.m., Shekalami is at Midwest, and uh, one of our good listeners says, Mark, I demand an apology, not funny, saying going into the, I said we were going into the heart of the belly where there's a COVID outbreak in the high school, so uh, no apology necessary, uh, uh, the belly of the beast. Belly of the beast. Because there's a COVID uh, oh, uh, so the incident brave, there. The Braves are going to go try to corral some... Mustangs. Yeah, how about that? Hey, what stadium are they playing in at Midwest? I know they want to build one, but I, don't I believe, believe they're playing in a old, uh, it's like a soccer situation, yeah, an or old something. field uh, okay. out in the old uh, Midwest school. Actually, I mean Mid- Midwest school district was made up of the Midwest High School and Middleburg High School. They've combined West, over West there. Snyder. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Midwest school district, West Snyder, Middleburg. Now they and uh, proposal to build a uh, very, uh, very uh, positive uh, sports facility out in, uh, for the Midwest schools. but oh, they played well. Yeah, so the Braves are going in and trying to corral these Mustangs. Okay. This is, this is something out of a uh, Western movie here. I mean, is Audie Murphy going <laughs> to oh, be uh, the flipping the, yeah, the Audie Murphy going to be flipping the coin? The Lone Ranger is going to monitor all of this. John yeah. Wayne's going to be, be the, the head the official umpire. <laughs> so that looks like a penalty there, young man. And then again, uh, we see um, the Schmokin Indians are going to try to sneak in and uh, and uh, get Go some ahead, seal meat, <laughs> get some seal meat, and bring that blubber back for their winter and. Uh, so the uh, so the tribe can live until next spring. So All right, well, uh, yeah, that's a playoff game. Yeah, so tonight <laughs> on WKOK, it's Chickalami at Midwest, 6.30 p.m. Then tomorrow, Penn State football, Ohio State's at Penn State. Mm. So they'll be up in Beaver Stadium with not too many people in the stadium. 6 p.m. is the airtime on 100.9 The Valley. It's uh, Lewisburg at Hughesville, 6.30 p.m. tonight. And uh, Pittsburgh is Sunday. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. That's at 11 a.m. airtime, 1 o'clock kickoff on The Valley. And on Eagle 107 and Seals playoff game tonight. Seals go versus Shemokin. Round three. And round th- oh the third of and then a second round and then the last round. No, they one? played a game earlier this year that Shemokin oh, okay. won. The last week uh, over in uh Shemokin, Seals Grove came out with a victory. A little oh, uh, little bit of uh 
How would you say some people got their dander up towards the end of that game on both sides? And uh, tonight will be round three. This is this is Frazier Alley all over again. Okay. So hopefully the Seals will be playing next weekend as well as we do some playoff broadcasts. Uh, and the Eagles are playing Sunday uh, versus my Cowboys, 7 no. p.m. So we'll see. <laughs> Should be an easy game for the Eagles if they continue playing consistently. Well, also, too, uh, I think the Penn State, Ohio State, game was traditionally, when it was at Penn State, was a whiteout. I believe it will be a grayout. <laughs> the meaning, color of the metal stand. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, But it could be an interesting game. Penn State, uh, tough loss, and I know they've dissected it over the week here with the turnovers and that, but uh, Penn State, uh, boy, be a great victory for them. Also, uh, Ohio State coming in riding high. We have a couple teams that uh, aren't playing, a couple key players that aren't playing in college. I'm sure Steve Jones will get into that. Heisman Trophy favorite Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson, is uh, down with uh, with this uh, COVID uh, virus. Uh, we'll see what happens. Wisconsin has postponed its game. Nebraska will play anybody. Nebraska will play the <laughs> Sunbury Broadcast alumni and that's because team. who's not playing that they have an open weekend? Wisconsin. Okay. So, so. Uh, the Badgers have succumbed to the virus. The Cornhuskers, there must be something in, in the husk of corn that gives you some sort of uh, sports immunity. Uh, so, uh, no, we'll Steve Jones will keep you up if you want high school football, Sunbury Broadcasting. They're a hearty bunch in answer to you. What's in the food out there? They're a hearty bunch, one of our good listeners. Well, you got Omaha steaks and corn, and that's not a bad mm-hmm. combination. All right, folks, so that's uh, some of the a glimpse at some of the sports around here. Now we participate in the uh, competitive enjoyment of discussing important topics and politics and issues of the day. Feel free to call us. Uh, we have Joe Biden says he's coming to Pennsylvania two times, Sunday and Monday. Mm. And President Trump is coming to Pennsylvania two times tomorrow and Monday. So. Uh, nobody wants to take Pennsylvania for granted. The Pennsylvania, you know, the president says he can win it again. Joe Biden says this is Biden territory, but you can't uh, do that thing where you don't travel to Pennsylvania like <laughs> Hillary did. You know, he she was ahead in the polls, but didn't come here. And you know, people. Well, hold it. She was don't from Scranton. I mean, she, the, her family from had Scranton, her, right? fa- her family had a cup you. of coffee and in Joe's Scranton. From Scranton too. And, and Joe's had a couple Christmases in Scranton. <laughs> good, good, goodness gracious! Well, wasn't he here until he was eight? Ten. A ten, okay. So. But uh, uh, I believe the president is coming Sunday to Pennsylvania also. I don't know if it's Saturday, Monday. I oh, think it's okay. Sunday, Monday. I have him in Bucks County tomorrow, but I okay. honestly, the schedules are so fucking The only reason is I have an invite on Sunday. At, oh, okay. At, a, at an undisclosed location okay. with the president. I oh, was, wow, uh, super. We'll get get some uh, selfies there. Nice enough to get on the uh, list, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to make that, and hopefully it is Sunday. <laughs> but if it's Monday, it'll well, be Monday. Is it Bucks County? No. That's, that's AP no. says he's in Bucks County. See, we aren't invited to all of these. Uh, they just, uh, for some of the president's visits, they say he'll be here, but there's no media advisory uh, media advisory that's associated with it. It just says, you know, Moving pretty fast, but it's here. interesting to go to Bucks County, because that's... That's a little bit of the blue wave down there, Delaware, Montgomery, Bucks, Chester County, of course, Philadelphia County, uh, very blue. Uh, we, when you when you talk about the old music about the blues, that is Philadelphia County for uh, Republicans and the <laughs> politics in in Pennsylvania. But uh, no, I, bl- I believe uh, you'll you'll see the president uh, throughout Pennsylvania. I believe Ohio, Wisconsin, Minnesota. 
Uh, I, you know, it's 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 going to be a, a race like last year, or I'm sorry, last time, 2016. Uh, and the uh, the president has had a schedule. Even his schedule has gotten the Biden folks to get uh, Joe Biden out and get him out on the trail. However, what's interesting is you look at the comparison of the rallies. And uh, you see a, a vast difference between uh, not only the numbers but the uh, enthusiasm. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. The, the polls that were wrong in 2016 seem to be the same polls that showed some differences uh, between uh, Clinton and Trump. 2016 seemed to be the same this year. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see which way. I hate to say it's a coin toss. I don't believe it's that unscientific. But uh, question. Have you gotten a call from any pollsters? No. Okay. I don't generally anyway, so. I did get one last night. Oh, wow. And uh, very interesting how it goes. Were you willing to speak your true heart? Well, this was, how would you say, this was computerized, so you had to press the button, press the button, press the button. So I'm probably the only female Native American Indian uh, voting for Biden in Snyder County. No, <laughs> okay, no, I so didn't. You went crazy on <laughs> no, that button. No, I didn't do that. I feel I, I gave him the right answers. But you had you know, th- this was a four minute survey that lasted seven minutes, and again, uh, the one to six has had about everything. So it's a national survey that they bring in and try to detail it to Pennsylvania, Ohio, New Jersey. Uh, so I- interesting, but that, that has been the only pollster that I have talked to or gotten a call from probably in, I'm going to say 20 years. Uh, so, you know, where, where these polls come from, where they get the information, how they get the information, I, I guess it's a science, but Mark, so is meteorology, yeah. so is economics. And, and by the way... My, uh, I'm sorry, I'm distracted here. I'm looking for my... Uh cheat sheet, but I don't need it. I certainly have memorized the fact that the Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. (laughs) We're enjoying open phones today. We invite you to call us. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. You are welcome to email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. We've got five people who have sent us notes in the Mm -hmm. past 24 hours, so we'll read those on the radio. And you can do as one individual has done. That's uh, text us on a regular basis. So we got uh, uh, a couple of texts left over from yesterday. No new ones. Uh, if you uh, initials aren't SC, we don't have your text. There were quite a few there, but when we sent out the Text Connect message overnight about the Danville School District, it uh, purged any of the texts that were there. So we need those texts again. Are if you, you want a, us to read something on the air, send it again. Are you a Facebook, Twitter purger? Google purger? Oh, yes. You, you no, purge no, the stuff that you don't want to hear? <laughs> this is purely electronic. Our uh, text connect has well, no political leanings. I think some some real interesting is, you know, we it's in the political arena, but we saw the CEOs of these social media companies uh, basically, I, I would say, politely thumb their nose. I think they were waving other fingers at the uh, senators, particularly the Republicans. Uh, that, that was just uh, I mean, as sad a state of affairs as you could get. Uh, if, if anybody talks about a politician spinning. Why does that bother you? I thought you liked free speech. Free speech is fine. However, don't uh, don't portray yourself as free speech and then not allow it. Uh, if you, if Who you says want, they're free speech? Well, it's Twitter, 
Facebook, they they open up their format, uh-huh. and then they descend from whatever they feel isn't up to their standards, and their standards are redefined almost, almost by the post. So again, d- don't don't portray yourself as something and not be it. If you want to be a um, if you want to have a format that is open to allow Mark Lawrence's view, mm-hmm. Ben Reichley's view, nobody does Kevin Hur's views, uh, you know, pick pick whoever, then that be open. Now, if you want to put standards in, and you want to put, uh, you can't use terminology or words in certain arenas, uh, like the seven words you can never say on the, uh, on, the radio. on the radio, you know, the George Carlin standards, yes, uh-huh. you can have some. However, if you're going to put standards on narratives, then then you're not free speech. Don't Don't be something that you're not. And the CEOs portrayed themselves as elitists, as above whatever standards the senators thought, particularly the Republicans. The Democrats embarrassed themselves by, I don't know if they were sitting on their thumbs, sitting on their uh, buttons that they couldn't speak, but there was nothing relevant that any of these senators said. And to understand the Communication Act and to understand 230, where it is and how it is. But don't doubt yourself, people on the left, Google, Facebook, and Twitter, if they come after you, you'll, you'll be screaming just as loud. And we understand the media bias now. We understand the social media bias, and you know how they lean. Uh, yeah, now you know. So they're a private company. That's my argument. They can bar, do anything they want. They can only allow Democrats to use the platform and not allow any Republicans. That's their business model. That's their choice. So you're saying that if you had a private business, you know, we'll call it uh, Reichley Enterprises, you would have to take business from people with whom you find abhorrent or disagree or political if you had a platform? Well, no. Here, here's the story. Sunbury Broadcasting is a private business, right? However, you have criteria. You right, have to operate regulated. your business. That's out different. Of. Well, and, and now it's time to, to regulate social media. Mm. Now, the other part is, it's not regulating social media, but it, here, here's what it's regulating. So you're in favor of more regulation? No, no. I'm in... I'm in, I'm in looking at ballpark regulations within the ballpark guidelines mm-hmm. guide rails okay now here's the other part guardrails guide rails on a highway do not my question is this mark how, how is this whole uh, one million missing ballots here in Pennsylvania for the mail-in going to impact your reporting you know historically the election machines at each polling place are tabulating, and you get a pretty quick result about who won in each district. Because it's about more than just the presidency. People wouldn't know that, but you know, there's lots of other offices that are being run for. So how is this going to impact your reporting that so much of this is uh, in suspended counting? I have no idea. I didn't, we get statewide numbers from the Pennsylvania Department of State, so whatever they report, that's what we pass on with attribution. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's they won't be counted unless they're found. So, yeah, that's an obvious dilemma. Well, I mean, a million, uh, they sent out in Pennsylvania, they sent out three million write-in ballots. In fact, they sent two to our house that we didn't even ask for. 
which we're holding on to because you can turn them in on election day at your polling place and you can vote in person, which is what we want to do. Well, Cindy, you might want to hold on to them. They might be historic at sometimes you can give to your great-grandchildren and tell them this was the this is what happened during the 2020 election. Well, they won't let me vote then, Ben. You have to surrender oh, the you have mail-in to surrender? ballot to be allowed to vote in person. So we're keeping them here unopened, and we're taking them there. But anyway, did you re- I'm just you did wondering request the these, million though. outstanding votes that could be counted between Election Day and three days later, according to the, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, which has now been backed up by the U.S. Supreme Court, how it must present an enormous challenge about reporting this, Mark. Because well, there's no challenge. You could we say just report Cindy O'Hara won, and three days later it could be Ben because of the lagging counting of these votes. But we just report what the numbers are that have been counted. I'm not sure why that's a challenge. If you look up at the scoreboard at a football game, the football game isn't over yet, but, uh, you know, Kevin Hurd tonight will say Shikalami 14, Midwest 10, but that's not the definitive end. It's just not over yet. So when it's over, we'll report the final numbers to report uh, partial numbers as they come in. Well, then I would guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is then you won't be able to report any final elections. You won't be able to say Cindy O'Hara won and she's reelected because it'll be three days later till all the votes have been well, tabulated. Well, it depends on the numbers. If, if the numbers, if there's a million votes that aren't counted and one candidate wins by two million votes, okay. you can make that call. You can I make mean, that jump. You're yeah, right. You so, but, uh, you know, time will tell. But, again, we're, we don't have an election day. We have an election season. Uh, the who, who thought that having votes come in after election day, postmarked after election day, was a good idea? Of course, that's up for argument and discussion. But, uh, you know, we, we see this all over the country. Uh, you know, there there's shenanigans and, I don't know, what you want to say is this uh, three-card Monty-type games going on, and it goes on on all sides. What was it, Luzerne County? They found what, nine ballots from soldiers in the trash. Yeah, but but here, but one thing, Cindy, you did make the point is that this isn't about just the presidential election. This is about congressional. This is about row offices. This is about state house and senate. So there's there's a lot right. more to this, and right. also too the 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 question that never seems to get answered is how does college students who do not live here in a permanent area, wherever they are, how do they have the option to vote here and also not live here but be registered uh, uh, in another state or another area of the country? So uh, there's, there's election questions that I think has gotten probably more misunderstood than understood over the years. Maybe we should have an election best practices forum or something to try to figure out what would be the best things to do. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Good good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, election night. We're not going to be announcing any winners. <laughs> I'm sorry, next well, Tuesday might. night. You think? Well, that's true. I hope whoever wins, and uh, you know, I personally think it'll be President Donald Trump. Don't really want it to be, but I, I think it will be. Is that Donald J. Trump? Donald John Trump, okay. yes, and um, or if it is Joe Biden, you know, all the better in my view. But I hope they win by 
956 glunkzillion votes so that it all... You, you want to leave no doubt. Right. All of the unanswered questions, all of the missing ballots, you know, all of the Snyder County ballots that are sent out erroneously, whatever it happens to be, that all of that is overwhelmed, that uh, sort of the insurmountable uh, victory. If right, I could suggest leave no doubt, <laughs> let's leave no doubt about where you go for your next car. All right. Here we go. Listen carefully. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, thank you so much. Appropriate bumper music. Always very appreciative of Rob Center and his great help. Uh, one of our listeners sends a note, says some information for Joe, uh, for Joe McGranahan probably. President Obama bought a house on Martha's Vineyard in 2019. Yes, who did he buy it from? Uh, didn't he buy it from uh, the John owner? Kerry? Uh, I don't, uh, don't think so. The owner of the Celtics. What's the name? Greg Arbach? No, Crosstrek. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Gooseneck or something like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I remember that last year. It was only $11 million. I thought it was John Kerry's. John Kerry's guest house. Anyway, so President Obama bought a house on Martha's Vineyard in 2019. He visited in August during seven out of eight years while in office because in 2012 was an election year. Also, tell Joe that he needs to get a new line regarding Biden being in the basement. Really tired of hearing it. Thank Mm. you, says one of our good listeners. Interesting. We'll send that to Joe. I think uh, no, I think the Biden campaign has gotten him out. The problem is when they get out, there's 12, 25 people there. So, um, t- you know, time will tell. Time will tell. We're uh, we're going to see the big rush at the end. Uh, Mark, I, real quick, uh, we can get into it in the next hour, but Dr. Levine's statements, uh, was that the ultimate hamster on the uh, wheel just running around and, and and just saying nothing about something that meant nothing when I mean, she's saying smaller turkeys smaller groups oh, smaller well, this the family gathering well it's on, a recommendation from the state health department okay. it's not a it's not a masking rule well, for I've, businesses I, i've heard that during election years that you should have smaller family gatherings anyway okay doesn't matter if there's a pandemic Okay. Well, that could so, be. Uh, but, uh, no, interesting, and, and also that made national news. Well, if you think it's just liberals, one of our good listeners says, good morning, every time I send Trump a picture of Stormy Daniels, I get blocked on Twitter. So you're not allowed to send the president pictures well, of that his, might be Stormy Daniels. his old girlfriend. She might have blocked you. She might she might have she might have an in litigation for uh, for that so uh, blocking those but clever pictures. clever maybe send some uh, pictures of uh, the ex wives and see if they go through hmm. 
So you look at uh, how the races in Pennsylvania and the congressional races, pretty interesting. Uh, local newspapers made some endorsements. Some might make sense. Let me sense guess, incumbent Republicans. Don't. No. It, 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 <laughs> oh, they didn't. Wow, I'm shocked. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, there's some that, that make sense and some that you might, uh, might scratch yourself over. All right. We'll be talking about some very surprising newspaper endorsements when we come back. You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. More open phones coming up. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back. To put that football down. I'm not catching while I'm on the air. Blue, 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 <laughs> blue 22. Want to do a check? Blue go to an audible. Democrat blue. All yeah, right. well, Biden, blue, uh, blue Biden 270, or is it going to be red Trump 286? Well, it'll be 20 delegates from Pennsylvania. We know that. All right. We thank everybody for listening to WKOK's live telephone talk show on the market. It's the 30th day of October mm. 2020. Tomorrow's Halloween day. And we got a full moon tomorrow. So that's a rarity that that occurs. And then turn the clocks back at 2 in the morning the next day as we switch back to standard so time. So the animals will be restless tonight and tomorrow? <laughs> I guess with the pandemic, the animals will be wearing a mask, we hope. The weather will get nicer this afternoon, so we will see the full moon. Uh, tonight, uh, tonight cold with a moonlit sky. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So tomorrow, sunny, high 48. So you get to dry out a little bit tomorrow and then a chance of a shower on Sunday. Uh, you know what? Uh, take your wife out in your uh, Mustang convertible. Dress warm. <laughs> put the put the top down. Yeah, with the wind chill. That won't Tune work. in Rolling Stones Moonlit Mile mm. and go for a ride. Oh. One of the most underrated Rolling Stones songs out there. Moonlit Mile. Tonight and tomorrow night, folks. Play that. Go out. Enjoy yourself. Or you could do Van Morrison Moon Dance. Would be just you as could, good. But that's a little. It, that gets. That might make you speed a little bit. Oh, you think? You might. You might what? get a ticket because it's a. It's an upbeat song. <laughs> no, Moonlit Mile not. Rolling Stones is a nice temperament song it's for that. It's a marvelous night for a moon <laughs> dance. Okay. <laughs> On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Are Company. Are you gonna finish it? No. Oh. <laughs> There's no reason the audience should suffer. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at SunburyMotors.com. We are enjoying open phones. We call. We invite you to call us with a topic of your selection. You want to let us know who you're going to vote for and why. We'd love to hear about mm-hmm. that. One of our listeners did send us a text asking me why I did vote for Joe Biden with my mail-in ballot, and uh, uh, I certainly can answer that question. And why are folks voting for President Trump? About a third of the mail-in ballots, according to some of the surveys, are going for President Trump. So the uh, his re-election. Which state? Um, I think it was a CBS quote. Uh, so I, would, I, I, I think there's a huge, huge red wave on the mail-in bull, uh, ballots for the president and Republicans. Oh, and we'll, okay. we'll see that number. And that's coming from some internal we'll stuff and some folks. Yep. But, uh, no, it, it's going to be interesting. And uh, uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see how the mail-in process works 
and maybe doesn't work as it should, but we certainly hope it will. Right, 1-800-795-9565. Call us now if you have something you wish to say about the pandemic mm-hmm. or the presidential race or uh, the other big issue that's happened around here. Uh, Republicans Local. are very upset that Hunter Biden's not getting any attention. Uh, we would just love to hear from you today. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. When we last, I'm going to do headlines in a moment, but I don't want to forget about this. Local newspapers, you're talking about the Daily Item? Yeah. Endorsing? Endorsing particular candidates. and some, Joe Biden? I believe they said Joe Biden has the temperament, if I'm, okay. I'm going to paraphrase, but uh, even the local, you know, the Gordoners and, uh, and the folks that have been around for a while, uh, real sort of a, how would you politely want to say this, backhanded <laughs> endorsement of Fred Keller, uh, almost hmm. almost said per per every phrase used on this show was was what they talked about Fred uh, and really nobody knows who who's running against Fred I mean you know, when I say Lee Griffin you're asking me who oh uh, we've interviewed him several times well I know you've he's had, around he's but, doing a campaign yeah, so but, but, a, but again a, a person who was never you know born in Susquehanna County lived in Jersey or New York and then came here uh, so uh, but yeah we, we, we see the local paper and hate to be brutally honest, but local paper endorsements are meaning... Well, it's 20,000 people got the message. Uh, yeah, so. meaning, you know, what, what's the level between 1 and 10? Okay. A half? 1? On the is, is it changing your mind? Uh, newspaper. I don't read the paper anymore, but I'll tell you what, if I did, I, whatever the endorsement told me to vote for, that's who I would not vote for. <laughs> On the Mark is open. You're no Lemmy, are you? 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. we got a caller waiting. I do have to do my quickie news headlines, so mm-hmm. stand by. Uh, my good friend Carl's on the line, so hold on. Uh, Philadelphia Inquirer reporting today that Pennsylvania officials are not considering returning to the color-coded shutdown phases used earlier in the pandemic. Secretary of Health Dr. Rachel Levine said Thursday, despite uh, that's despite unprecedented numbers of new inspections, uh, infections reported this week. Uh, Pennsylvanians should not hold large holiday gatherings, she advised, and she says that will be a tremendous sacrifice for people to make. The numbers of people hospitalized and dying each day, though rising slightly, remains much lower than during the peak of the pandemic, even though daily infection rates are now much higher. Officials are monitoring this rates, which generally lag case numbers, which are climbing. The inf- increasing infection r- numbers caused uh, several school districts uh, to uh, curtail some of their classes in our valley. You make this a key week. point within there. What's mm- that? Treating it better, understanding it better. So, uh, oh, yeah. Why are the death rates low, but the infection rates are high? We can talk about that. Yep. Uh, once, uh, now another story. This is also from Dr. Rachel Levine's remarks. Uh, please, she says, download the app. It will actually help you. The app is really a very important tool to assist in our case investigation and contact tracing process so that we can work to contact all individuals 
who have been exposed to a case. You, you can connect to, to that app at WKOK.com if you so choose. Uh, high school news, Midwest High School closed again today now that two students officially testing positive for COVID-19. Earlier this week, a teacher in the high school tested positive, but we're glad to say the middle school, the Middleburg Elementary, the West Snyder Elementary, and there is absolutely no reason to cancel tonight's football game. So tonight's football game is on. So we're certainly grateful <laughs> for that here at WKOK. We wouldn't want dead air tonight. And we don't do that game of the week thing where they, you know, you find a great game and go to it. That's not our shtick. So we stick with our good teams locally. No teacher strike coming to the Danville Area School District. Danville School District and Danville Education Association reached a tentative agreement last night. A main sticking point uh, was deductibles for health care where uh, the teachers would have had to pay hundreds of dollars in deductibles to utilize their health care. Of course, they got a little reality check on Tuesday night when parents said, hey, wait, 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 I'm paying thousands of dollars. Yeah, I would say the uh, that that's that's a key to understanding. Uh, we will we will see this more hopefully in the next Trump administration of addressing uh, medical costs. But the reality of understanding what your peers are paying, and I think uh, some groups, teachers, and other groups have been somewhat insulated. But that's the contracts that they negotiate in the past. Uh, just like our state pension program, which needs to be revised, not just revised, probably uh, just redone to uh, allow it to be sustainable. So while you have the Danville bubble, you know, we always talk about the Bucknell bubble where the young people and the society, the people, the Bucknell community lives in a bubble. Mm -hmm. You have the same thing at Geisinger where these teachers see, well, Geisinger docs are getting hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I'm a professional too, you know, facing health risks and doing this. I should be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars as well. And so they're not satisfied. And it's because they live in a bubble. They just don't see what the rest of the world is like out there. They don't see the deductible. Thousands and thousand. One individual spoke up, said their deductible is five thousand dollars yeah, for a year. Be. And, and when does the reality kick in that there's a private sector and there's a public sector, and within these sectors, the capitalist programs work? I mean, uh, at some point, you know, when you work for the government, uh, your compensation levels are capped to a certain degree uh, in the private sector if you're a car the salesman the limit. And, and you know you go in and you deal with uh, uh, this, this saleswoman who just boom instead of buying you and uh, April buying a Mustang convertible you walk out of there with a Mustang convertible and your Ranger and those skills are rewarded so again Private public sectors look at look at what the compensation oh, yeah. levels are well, and the reality that. and the taxpayers for the most part are paying the public sectors. Well, and you know what exacerbated this was when the Press Enterprise publishes salaries of the Geisinger leaders. And you mm-hmm. see, well, here's the CEO. He makes $2 million in salary and benefits. And you know, all the top docs getting over a million dollars or $900,000 and so on. And, and the eggheads that are up in the Foss home, $900,000 yeah, salary. But could they be underpaid? Potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so, yes. I mean... But Again, then, of course, if you get a Band-Aid up there, they're going to dog you for that 30 bucks well, until but, you but, flop but, but also, you know, there, there's two sides to that, too. Uh, they, they could be underpaid. You know, the, the CEO, uh, she or he comes in, and the company's losing money, and they lost $5 million. 
and the next two years they lose $2 million. And people say, well, they're still losing money. No, no, they're going in the right direction. These people have made progress, so yes, they probably should be compensated to some degree. Uh, no, the, uh, the, how would you want to say this, Mark? The generation gaps are there. The un- misunderstanding of what uh, economic equality actually is with your skill levels are there, out there. And, uh, you know, class, okay. uh, class envy runs wild among among us. 1-800-795-9565. We start out with Carl, who's been very patient. Go ahead, sir. You are enjoying an, a call on Open Phones Friday on WKOK. Well, there's nothing better to start off your day than being on Open Phones Friday with Mark. <laughs> oh, you've been Good up morning. Since, you've been up since <laughs> 5 o'clock, I'm sure of that. No, actually, I've been up since 4 o'clock, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's another topic. I, what, we're uh, actually just packing up the uh, trailer and getting ready to head up to Elk County for my son's elk hunt. But wow. last night when I was calling the guys that are going along, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised when two of them said, well, and these are Mennonite people who have never voted in their life. They registered this year. They said, you know, we are having to come back Tuesday to vote. And I got thinking about the poll I was watching last night on TV that says Biden's up by 5%. But when you think about it, the Amish, especially the Amish, they don't have phones that you know, participate in these polls. And there's tens of thousands of Amish and Mennonite that registered this year for the very first time. So I just want to give you guys my prediction. It's going to be Trump by a landslide. A landslide. Okay. Well, and the polls are democratically skewed, you know. And uh, Dr. Madonna, when he's on this show, talks about that. They try to adjust for that. So if you were to go to Franklin and Marshall, they just came out with a poll. That's probably the one that you saw that has the president five points down. The margin yeah. of error is five points. And if you if you were to download the whole thing, it's 38 pages worth of documents to explain how they skew this and make sure that they're balancing the Republicans and the Democrats evenly and so on. So <laughs> it, it is an artistic science, and some art is enjoyable, and some art, you know, you kind of turn away from it. So if you see a poll that says uh, President Trump is toast, <laughs> I, I'd take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I agree with you uh, completely on that, Mark. All right. Thank you so much, Carl. Listen, safe travels. I'm going to be out of of touch till Tuesday. We're going to be up in the mountains without cell service. I can't wait. Let us know how you make out elk-wise, and good luck with you and your son. That's a great uh, pastime to take up elk hunting. All right, last caller before a quickie break is uh, Cindy. Well, you know, if there's too many, that's not ideal either. Cindy, you're on the mark. Good morning again. I wanted to point out that under the Unaffordable Health Insurance Act, also called Obamacare, They set in place a punishment, 40% excise tax, on employers who provided Mm -hmm. gourmet health insurance that they did not require their employees to contribute to, to contribute to. And that's what's driving the school districts in these negotiations with the teachers. They enjoy the platinum plans for the most part. And if the school district does not force the employees to pay more into the health insurance, then the school district pays a penalty to the federal government. What sense is there in that, I ask you? Well, the reason they did this was they think it's they, the, the people who wrote this bill, felt that it was unfair that some people had the gourmet health insurance, and they're forcing the elimination of that by these penalties. I think it was referred to as the Cadillac tax. 
There you go. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, 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 That's exactly right. And, and, the, and if, the other part is, too, Cindy, and you've been in the healthcare industry, but people have to understand also, this program was put together to fail. This program was put together as the ultimate carrot to get to single payer by the government. So, you know, parts of these are supposed to not work. So then the government has to step in and say, hold it, we got to make this work because the people demand it. So, again, uh, you know, which, uh, what, what's behind door number one, two, or three? And uh, we'll, we'll certainly find out in the future. And it depends on the uh, makeup of Congress. All right, quickie summary. Go ahead, Cindy. Well, I just want to point out to people, this is not the school board's idea. This was forced on them Mm -hmm. by the Democrats through the Obama administration in their health insurance bill. That's what's happening here. You'll see it across every school board. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, great. Uh, All 500 in Pennsylvania. Nuance. Still 500? 501? I thought it was 500, but now where does the cybers... And uh, the other supplemental That's a gum up. collateral we don't know schools that uh, come in here. All right, we'll take a quickie break. Stand by, Bob. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. We're talking about health care. Uh, President Trump's coming to Pennsylvania a couple of two, three times. Local and politicians' endorsements. Uh, President uh, Joe is, uh, Vice President Joe's coming to Pennsylvania a couple of two, three times. Where's he going in, to in Chester? The <laughs> we do not know. We Actually, this is the strength. I'll tell you about Avon? Lawrence's <laughs> worthless irritation with the Biden campaign and Later, but but uh, uh, well, President Trump, if you want to go to his rallies, he sends you the credential form. Everything you get is mm-hmm. you know so you can get past the White House um, guards and all that sort of thing. Yeah, then you then you go on the list. Joe Biden says. I'm going to be in Pennsylvania Sunday and Monday. Details to follow. (laughs) That is not a planning email. That's called just, actually, just the opposite of a planning email. All right, anyway, we digress. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back. We go right to the phones where Bob has been patiently standing by. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. I would just like to remind well, all Americans that uh, President Donald Jackass Trump was not exonerated by the Mueller report. He's guilty of something, and if people reelect him, he won't go to jail for what he deserves to go to jail for. Is there a particular part of the Mueller report that he's guilty of? Well, Russia, Russia, Russia. There's lots of things he's done illegally. It's time for him to go to jail. Is there one or two? The only reason he's not in jail is because he's the president of the United States. 
Okay, is there one it's or two priorities? And as far as the economy goes, people say Trump's doing this, Trump's doing that. No, we're doing this, we're doing that. If we didn't do it, it wouldn't be. Okay, as, as, and a, as, far as, as a quarterback I, on a football team probably gets too much credit when they win and maybe not enough when they lose or they get too much when they lose and not enough when they win. How do you want to put that? So 33% GDP, the Trump administration had little to nothing to do with that? Do you know what? As long as you go out there and play, whether you win or lose, you did, you did your best. You can't divide them. Whether you win or lose, you can't divide them. We're, we're usually not And that's judged. what we have right now. We're, Our we're, country is so divided, we can't even have a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner without arguing if we talk about politics. <laughs> we can't even bring up politics at the dinner table. Yes, that's you can. Bad. Yes, you can. It depends how no, you bring it up. I, not I, at my house. I have discussions with Democrats. I have discussions with Libertarians. I have discussions. The problem is there's certain groups... And they're on all sides that want to have an argument. And so having a discussion <laughs> about your differences is... A, and, and I will say this. An argument? I said a lot of people cannot bring their information in a format that can be discussed. And for the most part, when you see particularly about this president, it's not policy issues people want to discuss. It's personalities. And, and once you get identity politics into it, then the discussion becomes, in my point, becomes very diluted and very superficial. Well, when Trump worships KKK and white supremacists... That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. He doesn't worship them. He just doesn't disagree with them. And that's part of the dilution of a conversation, Bob, is when you say things like that, it's just not true. And so if you want to legitimately have a discussion about policies, that's fine. But you just said some things that make no sense in the degree that the Mueller report if there was something in the Mueller report, it would have been involved in an impeachment. There wasn't. And Russia is the biggest red herring. It's the biggest red herring. They to go to court. And if you it, don't go to court, they can't bring charges against you. I mean, they can bring charges against you, but you're not going to know. Just like his taxes. You know, why don't he show his taxes? $750. You don't have to. There's, there's no constitutional and point. To uh, show your last taxes. Week, I, I apologize. I was wrong about prepaying your taxes. You can, but I thought it was only the state. I didn't know it's federal. But and I looked it up, and the only way you can do that is if you're a business person writing stuff off. A well, way. but you portrayed it as it doesn't matter. fact. So at least you. All right, we'll give you the last word, Bob. Go ahead. Uh, and understood. Uh, I just want to remind Americans: straighten our country out. Now's your time to do so. Okay, yeah. thank Make you so much. Make America great. Yeah, yeah. take thank care. Thank you very much. Up Thanks right in the call. corner, one of our good listeners sends a note and says, Good morning, fellows. The gentleman who called about the Freemasonry Thursday morning was off the mark. I'm a 32nd degree Mason and a devout Christian, both of which have taught me not to judge others. The caller, while quoting scripture, apparently failed to read the part where God will be judging him for judging others. On another note, the forum conducted this week was some of the best programming the station has offered. Stay mm-hmm. safe and well, says Larry G. in Texas, who's got ties Larry to the and you know what, did Larry central ever, Susquehanna Valley. Is he, Larry, can you let us know in an email where you are at in Texas? Are you down in the valley? Or are you on the east side? <laughs> 
Because Texas is a great state, folks. I've been able to live there as a Ute and be able to do business there. And uh, you want to talk about some uh, gritty, gritty Americans. The Republic of Texas stands tall and proud. Uh, forgot to well, another listener here. This is from uh, Sign Tom says forgot to mention that Pennsylvania will be keeping a ballots received after November third. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. he's telling me I forgot to mention that yesterday that Pennsylvania will keep those ballots uh, separate and counted separately because of lawsuits. Good idea, in my opinion, says and, uh, Tom. And who's keeping them? Each uh, county? Yeah, the election office would locked, keep them in the Locked county. in the county courthouse? Locked. No, they generally store them on the counter down by the treasurer's okay, office so that everybody can see Your them. trunk, my trunk, whose trunk? Yep. <laughs> Another listener says, remember when President Obama told us that you could keep your insurance and your doctor under Obamacare? Manufacturing jobs were never coming back? Americans of European descent would soon be a minority in America. China's economy would surpass America's by 2030. Global warming would destroy the earth if we didn't stop driving our cars. And there was nothing you could do about it. Well, Trump didn't believe it either. And that's why President Donald John Trump will win in November. Interesting points. Interesting points. Mm -hmm. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. Stan, thanks for waiting. we got one ready to go and another one coming in. Uh, Stan, the man, you're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, uh, Bob really needs to turn off MSNBC and CNN. <laughs> They're still on the rush. Thing. So Trump is guilty of something. That's a pretty broad statement. <laughs> We're all probably guilty of something. Yeah, I'm guilty of but something. But after 30, 30, 40 million dollars, 18 or so partisan investigators coming after him and an impeachment that was based on something that Biden actually did (laughs) against Trump and Trump is guilty of something (laughs) that's pretty pretty amazing well Stan that was the that was the narrative I believe of November, mid-November 2016, when Maxine Waters was screaming impeach 45. Impe- I mean, so that, that narrative has started. He's, he, he's guilty of something. Russia, you know, so you're exactly right. Well, that'd be kind of yeah. like the lay thing, the thing that lay people say when they see if just in case somebody gets falsely accused or falsely arrested or falsely convicted, uh, they may not have committed that crime, but they com- probably committed some other crimes. So now they're getting their due for those other yeah. crimes. And the Mueller the report was an embarrassment, not to take your time here, Stan. That, that was an embarrassment, and we found out. And he also, you know, these were the people, what the FBI, CIA did, and the other intelligence groups did to the Trump uh, b- before the Trump administration, pre-Trump uh, inaugural group, you know, you would never want that happening to any president. And now it's okay. It's okay because it was going to benefit the left, and and that shouldn't happen under any any president in the future. No, and as uh, if you compare the two with Watergate, Watergate was jaywalking compared to what the Democrats did to Trump in his campaign in 2016. Watergate has jaywalking. Watergate has ruined journalism from this standpoint. People who <laughs> who understand Watergate, Watergate, the the White House press corps got got uh, blown over because they weren't involved in Watergate. 
and they were right there with it, and they missed it. It was two desk jockeys at the D.C. City desk taking, uh, here, hey, yeah, give me the city desk. Mark Lawrence here, Ben Reichley here. Yeah, hey, a dog just bit Joe, my neighbor. I mean, Woodward and Bernstein were city desk Writers. I mean, they, they they weren't they weren't White House correspondents. So then the White House correspondents goes, "How did we miss this?" And I truly believe Watergate has deteriorated American journalism as as much as the media bias, which now we see. And Woodward and Bernstein are try still trying to live off the glory of that, and and they're failing miserably. Yeah, but so, is, know, so they're, are, they're about as worthless as you know all CNN. Yeah, but we have rock and roll groups that are in their 70s that are out there still, too. <laughs> well, they're rocking and rolling. At least they're giving you know the, the audience something for their money. That's true. Right. Thank <laughs> you so you much. Whether you like them or not. Thank you, Stan. Thanks for checking in today. Right. Thank you. Appreciate that. One of our listeners sends us a note. In January of 2020, when there were only five COVID-19 cases in the United States, the scientists told President Trump he needed to stop all travel from China which he did. This gave him time to initiate the biggest medical mobilization since World War II, producing ventilators and PPEs. This is when Biden was saying Trump was xenophobic and hysterical. In February, within six weeks of getting the virus genome, President Trump started phase one trials for a vaccine. Now, as we wait for the vaccine to be approved, 100 million doses have already been manufactured and already been distributed by the military in 2009. When the H1N1 flu came from Mexico, President Obama refused to shut down the southern border, infecting 60 million Americans. When it was over the strategic stockpile of ventilators that was completely depleted, which is how Trump found it in 2020. But now we are on a path to medical and economic recovery. That's why President Donald John Trump, you have to stand up for this, wins in November. Yeah, I like the way you put your hand over your heart. When Thank you. Read well, that. that is a great patriotic email. But no, there's something to be said for that because they mobilized the private sector. I was talking to somebody in Harrisburg yesterday about this. Remember, when this came out, the CDC testing, it was as regulated. I mean, it was so hamstrung. And the president and the administration said, no, no, we have to get the private sector involved. We have to get universities, people who can come up with testing, come up with vaccines. And they mobilized this. This wasn't before. The testing was not set in place when this hit. And people can blame whomever. Past administration, it probably goes back to past two or three administrations. Right. One but of our good listeners says there's still not enough PPE in hospitals. Uh, well, I don't know that depend- they're blaming. I don't think they're blaming the president. I think they're just telling well, you what happens ba- to what's happening. Yeah, based on where and, and when these... Is, is it... Uh, that's all it says. It doesn't say. Is it I don't mask, know if is it gowns? Is it, I don't ooh. know if it's a Trump supporter or not. Well, you, you sort no, of hear national reports that there were still not adequate supplies of that. But I think Boy, it just depends on where Mark, you're ABC, at. CBS, NBC, the others would be all over that. Tom, go, go, go. Yeah, Ben was kind of making fun of uh, Lee Griffin. Who's Lee Griffin, you know? Well, you know what, Ben? Uh, am I on? Yep, you're on the radio. Go right ahead. Well, you know what, Ben? The the, the House is is predicted to to stay Repub- to stay Democratic, and then actually increase their count. So, uh, uh, Fred Keller and this Dan Muser, who I don't like either one of them, because every time I look in the paper, 
90% of the time they vote the opposite way that I think they should vote. They are so much in, in the uh, minority that their chances of stopping anything that wants to be done or their chance of getting anything done is so minuscule that the only thing those two guys are going to be doing is collecting a paycheck. That's about all they're going to do. They are about as worthless as Lee Griffin's with Lee Griffin that ain't going to get reelected. So all three of them are worthless. You're saying? I'm telling you that, that, that Fred Keller. Everybody's going to vote for Fred Keller, and it's so exciting. Fred Keller's going to get in there, and Dan Muser, and they are so much in the minority that they will not get. They will not stop anything. And they will not get any legislation through. Well, time I mean, will tell. One of them. But well, I'll of them. say this: that there was making fun. No, I would not make fun of Lee Griffin. We are questioning Lee Griffin, and here, here's what: anyone who who runs deserves the respect of putting their name on the ballot. What they have to go through. But Lee Griffin, I believe, came here right before the date to get on the ballot. He so was, he's not a native. So, in he, he's a, so, And what is he bringing to the table? Mark, you've said, interviewed on here, uh, actually a daily item, really, uh, like I said, backhanded endorsement of Fred Keller and barely described anything with Lee Griffin. But there's... I mean, Tom, you're, you're so wrong on so many things, but no, no I, I would... De- well, yeah, Fred yeah, Keller, sure. I'll get Joe, yeah. or what's your name, Ben? I'll guarantee you that if things stay the way they are, or if they're going to get worse like they should, Fred Keller is not going to accomplish anything in this in this house. He's going to sit in the corner. He's going to sit in the corner with uh, Dan Muser, and they're both going to say, "I'm going to vote no on that, Fred. Are you going to vote no on that?" No, I, I and that's what they're going to well, do. Tom, they stick together. They're going to both vote no on everything that the Democrats want, and they're not going to get anything accomplished, either one of them. No, I'd say, Tom, you, you, you don't know these, these men either. Oh, you don't know what their backgrounds are. And you don't know what they've done already and, and try <laughs> to move... and try to And try to move legislation and try to move legislation through. And when you're in the minority, you have to play the game a little bit different. If you're in the majority, you have a lot more opportunities. So what they are doing is... They are each representing the 12th district the best they can. Now, in your eyes, it's not as good. But when you're in a rural Pennsylvania congressional district, you have to bide your time and you have to then take on the opportunities when they present themselves. So hopefully there will be bipartisan legislation. Hopefully they'll make an infrastructure bill more aptable for rural Pennsylvania than it would for urban Pennsylvania that we get some benefits from. So that's All right, Tom, sort of the way the equation I, goes. I say ben, Ben's in dreamland again. <laughs> that's those that's two, that's the. But that's our prerogative. Right yeah, okay. They're going to sit in the corner, and they're both going to say, "I'm going to vote no." Or are you going to vote no? Because if you look in the paper, how those guys vote, they vote every look time. Look at the legislation. No look and at the, the legislation, Tom. Vote yes, they vote yes together. Tom, look at the legislation they're voting against understand oh, what the legislation like is. Like, you don't like it. I, 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 want, I want it to pass what they're voting no on. So that's your opinion. Well, again, but look at what they're voting against and look at what they feel is bets for the district, which they've been elected to that district. Well, All right. Thank you so much, Tom. I'm, Thanks for calling in. Dreamland. 
Dreamland, Tom. Thanks for calling in, sir. See you, Tom. All right. So we got open phones. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. What's so good about your candidate, uh, your congressional candidate, your statehouse candidate, uh, your presidential candidate? What are the big advantages? Don't just call in and say, oh, well, President Trump is a terrible man or Joe Biden is hiding in the basement. What's so good about your candidate? I'd love to hear about this. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the his policies would create a depression, and he wants you to surrender our country. That's what he wants to do. He wants you to surrender our country to China, to all of these other countries. All right, that's the president speaking in Tampa yesterday, one of the cities I've never been to. Oh, great city. Uh, if you get down to Tampa, get down to Ebar City, which is the uh, Cuban district area. Okay. But uh, great coffee and toast, Cuban toast in the morning will keep you up. You have a coffee on Tuesday, Mark, you'll still be up Thursday, <laughs> potentially. Okay. One of our listeners says, oh, please, Eric. Oh, this is leftover from yesterday, but it's still mm-hmm. important. Oh, please, Eric, you don't need to see President. Trump's tax returns any more than anyone needs to see your tax returns. All of his financials are on the financial disclosure filings that he has to do every year. Another listener says, that's the problem, Mark. Everybody should care. Oh, I said I don't care about the Hunter Biden topic, and uh, it fails the who cares test nationally. But one of our good listeners says, that's the problem, Mark. Everybody should care about the Biden family corruption. That leads all the way to Joe Biden. Hunter was the bag man for Joe Biden. Another it's a listener bigger says, story than you want to take on. It okay. is a Big story. Hey, put them, lock them up as far as I'm concerned. I have no problem with that. Good morning. See other countries are shutting down again. The Trump virus spreader will do it again this weekend. Thanks, says Bob. Uh, another listener That's says, really, Bob? Guilty of something? Are you kidding me? President Trump is blamed for everything that the Democrats have done. Yeah, I would say the shutting down, I mean, there there is big, big fight back in places like Italy, I'm going to say Bulgaria, some of the other countries, Hungary, that are just getting frustrated with the government overreach and uh, with this pandemic. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out in Europe. Right. And one, and one of our listeners says, President Trump's tax returns, if we saw them, would show no bank accounts in China. Uh, wah, wah. He has a bank account in China. Okay. I think that was... Shut down, redone. I don't know. So, uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. The reason President Trump will win by a landslide is many reasons. First of all, the minute he won the election, things started to, the stock market started to go up. He started bringing industry back to the United States before he was even inaugurated. And that's one good reason President Trump will win. My investments I have partly to live on in my retirement have all increased under Trump up to the pandemic. And now they're increasing again. They had a drop, but thanks to Donald Trump, our economy's coming back. Number two, what Trump's did with our military, reviving it, making us, instead of a paper tiger, a scary tiger, will keep us in peace all over the world. And what he done in North Korea, 
by talking to the dictator and keeping the missiles from flying over here and over other countries is great what he's done in North Korea. They're in love. And the (laughs) caliphate was growing under President Obama. The ISIS caliphate was over two countries. Now it's gone. Thank you, Donald Trump, for that. And, you know, Trump's done so much, you could almost talk for one hour and not be near done what he's done for our positive attitude. The Trump agenda is all positive. The Biden agenda says all we can look forward to this winter is more darkness. Darkness is what he talks about. Did That's you call it O'Biden? Very negative attitude. Is it the Harris administration or the O'Biden administration? Exactly. And we know what will happen if Biden wins. It won't be long till Harris will take over. And what I read, she's more left than Bernie Sanders. She's off. She's completely out of the ball field. She's off out of the fence in the weeds. And that would destroy our economy if she if they win. I I have to agree with Trump. We could head for a depression like never been seen. I I can see it coming. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you for the call. Really appreciate your opinion. We'll uh, we'll see what happens on Tuesday, yep, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday I, next week. <laughs> I don't see no enthusiasm at all for Biden. It's just the people that call here, and it's that way all over. It's just for some reason they don't like Trump. They're well, I can, I'll give you a hundred reasons at a later date. They're <laughs> voting against Trump. All right, you thank you so much, win Dan. An election that right. way. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate the call. Really do. Taking a quickie break. Callers lined up. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their price promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Unite this country. We have to unite us. In these final days, keep that sense of empowerment with you. All right, that sense of optimism. 
what we can do, what we can overcome. We're going to unite this country. We are going to unite at the Sunbury Motors website. Mm -hmm. uh, ben and I are going to call that up uh, in case you didn't catch the switch this week. We're switching to an F-150. That's going to oh, be my dream truck. Yes. Well, you, you and George Jefferson. I'm going to get better gasoline mileage to that than the Ranger. The and sky. it'll have hauler more capacity in the uh, cab and in the back. I like it. And They uh, upsold you. Do what do it. Well, it's, it's Kyle. He said, look, Mark, you know, your Ranger, which I had totally tricked out, the price was in the 30s. Yeah. And he says, well, my basic F-150 starts in the upper 20s. You can get a pretty decent uh, F-150 uh, with uh, with uh, better, uh, gasoline better gasoline mileage. mileage. Better ga you, can, you can haul more deer meat in your F-150. I mean, arr, come arr, on. Arr, arr. So we're switching to an F-150. Good for you. Uh, but we invite you to do what I've done. That's build a Ford. But you could build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia. Now we could do like Ben has done many times. He's He's got that uh, Ford Fusion with how many? 100,000 miles? Taurus. Ford Taurus. Taurus. 100,000 100. Yep. And it just keeps on going. But when he's ready, he's headed right down to Sunbury Motor Company. He's going to look at some of the Hyundais and the Kia Telluride. He likes those too. Mm -hmm. But uh, we think he's ready for the Lincoln Navigator with the hybrid motor. He's going to get awesome mileage on that Ooh. 30 on the highway and uh, but we invite you to do what i do dream big at the sunbury motor company talk to folks like kyle and ernie and austin and jeff and jason and they'll fix you up and get you squared away and you'll oh, be excellent literally one of the thousands excellent. of happy customers don't you know, cheat yourself because from as, as much as we know mark we only go around once <laughs> so f f-150 yeah that'd be great and plus uh probably as that's a four-seater so well, you can haul four all of us oh, around. That thing holds six. You can drive days. to lunch when we go here. Kevin will maybe pay. <laughs> we have maybe. to eat outside. Yeah, okay. Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, the liberal media that supposedly shut down the Biden, the Hunter Biden story, was the Wall Street Journal. The, Part of it. The, the White House sent a team of White House staff to uh, explain the story, to present the story to the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal looked at it and found there was nothing there. Part, part of that. The only ev real evidence was that Biden was using his name to make money. Yeah, part of, part of the Wall and Street Journal story was uh, that. There was no evidence of, of any wrongdoing on Joe's point. I think the story reads that there was no direct there was no direct evidence, Chris. However, there was there was other factors I can't that hear you. there was no direct evidence in the Wall Street Journal's report, but they said there was other indicators that could be, and part of it is now uh, the testimony yeah, or the interview. And could be was so, the stuff that they printed in, in the in the Washington in the in the Post. Which the the New York Post, no, Chris, which the story didn't share with anybody. Yeah, the the information's still evolving on this, and the it's, testimony there is or no the interview. Information that's still evolving. Yes, there is. There there is information still evolving on this, and what the uh, I think it was the uh, Navy officer who did the interview that wrote that uh, gave other information now that's being investigated. So time time will tell on this, but this is far bigger than one. And the Biden campaign 
campaign's doing the right thing, and the media is uh, covering their narrative for him also. So if I was Biden campaign manager, I'd be doing the same thing, saying it's Russian disinformation, which has been disproven, Chris, if you remember. No. Even MSNBC <laughs> said no, that. No, it hasn't. Uh, yes, it has. Even MSNBC has Hold said on. that. Hold, uh, Chris, no, we'll give you the last haven't. word. You get a couple, uh, a couple <laughs> seconds. Go ahead, Chris, wrap up. Uh, the 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 emails that they supposedly had that in, in implicated Joe were just photographs without any uh, information on who sent the. No, no, they 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 they've been collaborated. Emails. They have been they collaborated. That they weren't replied to. They uh, no proof that no. of anything. No, there was no proof of anything, and that's why the Wall Street Journal rejected it because there was no proof there. All right, we got you, Chris. Uh, Chris, we got to get another call. The ones they have about collaboration, man in charge, and all that—that that was just photographs of two lines. They, they've been no sent, no, no sent information. All, all right, you thank hope. you, Chris. I got to take the last caller. I, th- I think you hope. I think you hope. Journal decided. I think you right. hope. Now the Wall Street Journal becomes the Bobby. Benchmark. You get a couple seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, I'd like to. Uh, um, point out that, that, that Fred Keller and our U.S. Uh, uh, representatives have served this area very well, and they've been here, and they set up offices and everything so people can go. All right, very well. Well, thank you so much. Yep, I appreciate right. that. Yeah, we got uh, uh, legislative and congressional yeah. offices all over. Set your clocks back if you haven't already all heard back. about that. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. We'll yeah. see you on Monday. Enjoy this the is weekend. WDK, okay, Sunbury.